Amen. Well, good afternoon, everybody. My name is Brian. This is my spicy wife, Joali. <laughs> and uh, we're going to be talking about similarities and differences. Let's open our Bibles to Romans chapter 15. Come on, bro. You know, uh, for all the men out there, if, you're, uh, if you've said in your heart or your mind, man, I'm glad my wife is hearing this, um, I encourage you to get rid of that mindset and say, man, I'm glad I'm hearing this stuff. <laughs> I was guilty of that uh, just a second ago. <laughs> just being open. You know, and you really want to listen up to, to what we're going to share because Jolly and I, we've been married over a thousand days. And so, uh, we're not going to be only speaking from our experience, we're going to speak from the Word of God. Amen. <laughs> Romans chapter 15, here in verse 1, the Bible says, We who are strong ought to bear with the failings of the weak. Sometimes the husband feels like that, and sometimes the wife feels like that. Anyway, there's going to be failings, and it's important to understand that. And the Bible says, and not to please ourselves, each of us should please his neighbor for his good, to build him up. For even Christ did not please himself, but as is written, the insults of those who insulted you have fallen on me. If you go down to verse 7, the Bible says, accept one another, then just as Christ accepted you... In order to bring praise to God. You know, it's amazing when you study this out is, you know, we're going to have similarities in our marriages and differences. We're going to have points that one of us are weak and one of us are strong, which inevitably there'll be strength and then there'll be failings. And if you look at that, if there's strength and there's failings, what comes out of it naturally would be issues. But the amazing thing is, is when we have Christ, even through the issues and the differences, we can have great strengths together. Amen? Amen? You know, it's amazing. The Bible says to accept one another. In the Greek, when you study out this word accept, it means to take on to yourself with a special interest and actually to welcome it into your life. You know, in our marriages, we're going to have many differences, and it's going to be up to us to really accept those differences from our spouse and really decide that we're going to actually now build up and grow instead of just look at things with being differences. Our first point is opposites attract. You know, we've all heard about magnets, or maybe you've done the example or the, the breakdown in a science class. If you put a, a magnet together with both the same charge, they really pu push each other away. But if you put the negative charge to the positive charge, they really get stuck together. You know, you think about Velcro. You, you put two Velcro pieces that are the same, they just kind of do that. But you put one in that's totally different and one that's totally different, and they just boom. They stick together, and it can be effective. You know, you think about marriage, and I'm kind of blown away when I think about marriage. God says that we should be one flesh, but by default, we're so different. Yeah. I mean, Joali and I aren't, you know, our own case. We are our own case, but you know, in a marriage, there's a male and a female. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's enough right there. Those are totally different cases. There's testosterone, and there's estrogen. Yeah. There's the toilet seat up and the toilet seat down. I mean, the, the woman actually has no use to ever have a toilet seat up. You know what I mean? And so there's so many differences in a marriage. And it's like two rivers come together and they just, boom, they collide. Yeah. And, you know, you're going, you, you figured out your flow by yourself, right? And now that we come together and then we, we even out down the road, which is an amazing thing. But how do we do that? Let's go to Ephesians chapter 4. You know, Evan and Kelly read this earlier, but I think this is a scripture we do well to look at one more time. Here in Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 1, how do we become one flesh even though we're so different? 
Well, in verse 1, the Bible says, As a prisoner for the Lord, then I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you've received. Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. You know, it's powerful as in a marriage, there's got to be humility in our differences. You know, it's not up to me to make Joali into the robot of exactly what I want her to be. Yeah. You know how bummed out I would be if she actually became that? <laughs> but so many times that comes becomes the fight is that we're so different, I just want you to be more like me. But then if that happened, it's like a dog chasing a car. You know, the dog gets to the car and then it's like, well, what do I do? I can't do anything. I caught the car, but... <laughs> There's, no, there's nothing successful yeah. about it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, in our marriages, you think through. You know, it's going to take effort. It's going to take humility, effort, and then there can be a unity that comes from that. I want to close out this point. In psychology today, there was a quote that said, The tension of the opposites is what produces the passion that sustains, deepens, and enlivens our relationships. Here I give you my wife, Joanne. Hello. Um, I appreciate Evan and Kelly talking about differences and similarities. Um, as you know, Brian and I are like completely different as well. Um, we had different <coughs> cultures. We had completely different upbringings. Um, for Brian, like winging it is fun. And for me, it's like the most miserable thing ever. Like, oh my gosh, freaking out. Um, for Brian, working out is actually like a fun hobby. For me, it's like, okay, I have to prepare my mind. It's going to take work. I have to put effort. It's intense. <laughs> um, but one of the biggest differences that we have is Brian's a, an extrovert and I'm an introvert. Um, Brian loves spending time with people and he gets his energy from being around people. Like if he's bored or down, he's like, I just need to go find somebody. Like I need to get into a conversation. <laughs> and for me, I, I love giving my heart, but spending time with people like just drains me. There comes a point where I'm like having a conversation. I'm like, I'm not, I don't understand exactly what you're saying. <laughs> um, but you know, I get tired quickly. Um, but with our differences, uh, when we're not thinking spiritually, um, it makes a big issue. Sometimes our differences um, have led us into having big arguments. But guess what? At the end of the, uh, the argument, we still have the same differences. So it doesn't change anything. Um, but God has used these differences to help, um, to help me make each other better. Um, so, for example, Brian pushes me to be more outward focused, uh, which helps me. And I encourage Brian to take time to plan and think through details. And I remember when I was uh, praying for uh, my future husband or a man that I wanted to date, and I like would write out all the things that I wanted, like tall and handsome, just all kinds of stuff. Right. And um, but then, <laughs> my over the years, um, my list kept getting shorter and shorter and shorter. It came back and came out to a note card. And one time, I just like okay, prayed. And I wrote out all the things, all of my weaknesses. And I wrote out, this is the kind of man I need. So someone that's humble. Like, I'm, in my nature, prideful, selfish. And so I wrote out the strengths. And I'm like, this is the kind of man that I need in my life. Because I know he's going to help me become a better woman for God and get me to heaven. Because that's ultimately where I want to go. Ultimately where I want to go. And Brian gave me, and God gave me just that in Brian. And so by accepting, accepting each other's differences... Um, we have been able to help each other grow and get even closer to God and to each other. Awesome. Our second point, really quick, is to celebrate your similarities. Let's go to Ecclesiastes chapter 3. Come on. Right. Come on now. Here in Ecclesiastes chapter 3 and verse 12, 
The Bible says, I know that there's nothing better for people than to be happy and to do good while they live. That everyone may eat and drink and find satisfaction in all their toil. This is the gift of God. I know that everything God does will endure forever. Nothing can be added to it and nothing taken away from it. God does it so that men will revere Him. Awesome. And I love this scripture because here we see that it's God's will for us to be happy, to enjoy our lives. Um, I believe that God wants us to capitalize on the things we like um, as we do His will. When Brian and I moved from Boston to Eugene, it was a completely different world. I adapted myself to living in a big city that's super fast-paced to going to the Northwest, where it's kind of just like even more mellow than Southern California. Everybody's super nice. It's a completely different world. Um, But we quickly fell in love with Oregon. We fell in love with the nature, with waterfalls. And so we found something that we love to do together to bring us together. Um, so we took time to carve out um, into our schedule uh, think, doing things that we like to get uh, to do together. Um, this made an impact in our lives that we even named our daughters the Haley <laughs> after a waterfall um, here in Oregon. Um, and we don't hike as much anymore, but we now we have a show. Um, Oh, I was like, what is that? Sorry, Brian wrote this down too. <laughs> um, so we don't go out as much like with the baby, uh, but now we have a show that we watch together at night, and that's how we spend time together. Um, we love to eat spicy food. Uh, we have inside jokes. We keep things in our life that we think are fun. Uh, we are able to create memories that bind us even more. Awesome. You know, in our marriages, as we close out, we, we have a lot of similarities when we sit down and look at it. Yeah. You ever notice, though, how when one difference can kind of get in, it just kind of, like, destroys all the similarities? Yeah. It's amazing how that works, and I appreciate what Joel was sharing, is that that's what Satan wants to do, is to steal, kill, and destroy. When the fact is, we got married because we said, I found the one that my heart desires, but yet the differences can come in and totally make us forget our similarities. Yeah. You know... The truth is we can't always just hang out as, as married. We've got responsibilities that we, we've got to do. But the challenge is keeping things in our lives that we enjoy doing. You know, the scripture says that God wants us to be happy. And as disciples, God wants us to be able to have fun. So in closing here, the, the one challenge I give all the married couples. In your marriage, think through one of your similarities that you have. Plug it into your week and not just a one-time thing. But make it a part of your regular life so that you can celebrate your similarities and know that the opposites attract and God made us that way. Amen, yes? Awesome.